Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you're listening to this, this is our Once More We're Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 4, Episode 19, New New Moon Moon Rising. Rising. This episode originally aired May 2nd, 2000, written by Marty Noxon and directed by James A. Contina. Over to you, Eddie. Ah, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through. And I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. This one's a bit of a snooze fest for me. Oh, you didn't <laughs> like the return of Oz. Oh, I liked Oz, yeah. I liked seeing Oz again. I don't know. It's just a bit distracted at this episode or something. <laughs> I don't know. Thinking about Stranger Things, maybe. Running up the hill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't really sort of feeling it. Were you feeling it? You felt it? Was I feeling it with this episode? Uh, there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Yeah, this... I suppose this episode has the claim to fame of being, you know, Willow's coming out episode. Oh, yes, yes. I did read about that. Yeah, lots of praise for that. Uh, but still couldn't show a girl, two girls kissing. They. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no. no. Oh. Uh, they do it by blowing out a candle. <laughs> Yes, another way they had to, like we've already spoken about the other ways they had to get creative. Um, I think the... The flower picking, was it? Yeah, the the plucking of the flower petals. Yes, yeah. Uh, And then they had the that spell, the sexy spell that they did. Yeah, yeah, where she kind of fell back and climbed Yeah, in a giant, you know, she was sort of huffing and puffing, you know, um, a very intense scene pretty much Mm. where, yeah, which ends with her in a giant O. <laughs> oh. Showing her O face. Things go well, I might be showing her my O face. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this episode kind of more feels like you can't really call it. It's not really an over arc episode. It's not really a filler episode. It it feels like a segue episode. Yeah. Sort of segues into the final sort of uh the final episodes. Yeah. Uh, Building up to the end, I'm guessing. Yeah. To the over arc. Yeah. To the end of Adam. Yeah. He's whatever. barely been in it. Yeah. Well, pretty much the main thing that happens in this episode is he teams up with Spike. Yeah. Okay. So there's which, that. Which does play a big part yeah. in the but next for the big bad he's, he hasn't really done a whole lot, has he? He's just sort of been menacing. Uh, he's got a plan. Oh. And you can kind of tell he has a plan because um, at the start of the ep- – that's what I mean. It's like a segue mm-hmm. episode because okay. they're – so Buffy's saying she, you know, she's not killing as many vampires. Hmm. Business has been slow. Yeah, business has been slow. But then Riley has the opposite problem in that the containers are full. Right, yes. So, they might be doing some sort of Trojan horse, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Adam, yeah, Adam's up to something. So He's up to something. I don't trust that uh, He's now got Spike on board to help him, mm-hmm. um, which will pretty much be the next episode. Is, oh, okay. You know, Spike yeah. having a lot of fun. Well, I look forward to that one. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and the other thing that happens in this episode, Riley... Turns against the initiative. That's also 
going to come back That's, in the next couple yeah. of episodes. Pretty big, I guess, for him. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big story. With story little, I'm an anarchist. I don't know. Other than that, he's so annoying in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> it's like, oh, shut up, Riley. <laughs> I, could, I, I actually can understand why Buffy's all pissy with him. And that's the other thing. Why it's a segue is because at this point the Angel crossover is about to happen between this episode and the next one. Okay. Oh, get to see Angel again. Hey. So Buffy needs to explain to Riley about Angel before Angel rocks up in the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of catching up to do. Hope their reunion is as funny as it was last time. Yeah. We kisses him on the forehead. (laughs) Anyway, uh, did you want to do the summary? Yeah, let's do the summary and we'll get back to it. Willow and Tara walk around the school grounds holding hands and talk about getting a cat as a pet. Miss Kitty Fantastico. (laughs) At the Scooby Gang meeting, Buffy explains that there is little to go on, but as usual, Giles knows that means trouble. Riley indicates the initiative is very busy rounding up more demons than ever. As the meeting ends, Oz shows up in the doorway, shocking everyone into silence. Oz arranges to talk with Willow later, and after Oz leaves, Tara also leaves the incredibly uncomfortable situation. Buffy and Riley talk about Willow and Oz's breakup, and Buffy accidentally mentions that Oz is a werewolf. Oz takes Willow for a walk outside during a full moon, showing her that he is not in werewolf mode. While in Tibet, with the help of herbs, charms, chanting, and meditation, he has learned to control the wolf inside. Oz wants to get back together with Willow, but she is reluctant. Graham patrols with a team and they are attacked by a four-legged demon closely resembling a werewolf. Willow and Oz talk all night about their lives while they're apart. Tara comes in the morning while Willow is away and upon having Oz answer the door, she gets nervous and leaves. Buffy wakes up at Riley's house, but she's very distant from him. They talk about the night before in the graveyard and Riley's reaction to Oz then Riley leaves after hearing news about Graham getting hurt. Willow shocks Buffy with the news about Oz being able to control the wolf. Adam goes to Spike for his help in exchange for getting the chip implant by the initiative out of his head. Willow tells Tara that she and Oz only talked the night before and then only hug. Oz and Tara have a confrontation and after smelling Willow on Tara, Oz concludes that the two are romantically involved. He loses control and starts to change into a werewolf. Werewolf Oz chased Tara into a classroom, but before he can harm her, Riley and his fellow initiative team members take Oz away. The gang meets up and plan to free Oz. Oz is kept in a cage in the initiative. Just as Riley is about to shoot him dead, he changes back into his human form. Despite Riley's attempts to help him, the scientists start performing tests on Oz. Spike shows up at Giles' place and offers to lead Buffy and the gang into the initiative. Riley sneaks in, gives Oz some clothes and tries to help him escape. On the way out, they get caught. Colonel McNamara lectures Riley about the betraying of the initiative and how he will be court-martialed. Dressed as commandos and scientists, Spike and the gang sneak into the initiative through the back door. Adam secretly helps them by running operations through a computer and helping them shut down the power for most of the city. Holding the colonel hostage, Buffy gets Riley and Oz free, Riley leaving the initiative for good. With his life in danger, Riley camps out at the remains of Sunnydale High with Buffy at his side. 
He confesses he was wrong about Oz and that he was a bigot when thinking about Oz and Willow's relationship. But Buffy reassures him he was not being a bigot, but was just shocked when faced with an unconventional relationship. In Oz's van, Oz knows that he worked hard so he would return to Willow, and now she is the only thing that he cannot be around without losing control of the wolf, and now he needs to leave town permanently to escape her and the initiative. Willow and Oz say their goodbyes, accepting they will always be an important part of each other. Later that night, Willow takes a candle to Tara's room, where Tara tells Willow that she should be with the person she loves. Willow tells Tara she loves her. The ends. Hmm. Mm, very nice. So, I'll probably start talking about how insufferable bloody Riley is in this episode. Because uh, they go back to him having these very black and white views about demons and people and yeah. I thought this and it I thought it had already been covered in Goodbye Iowa and it didn't really need this rehashing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of backtracking, wasn't it? Yeah. Um and you have uh Buffy calling him out <laughs> calling him a bigot. Um and again, I think it's just so that they can segue into the next episode. Uh, that has Angel in it. <laughs> yeah. Angel knows about Riley, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, not yet. Well, yeah, after that episode, he does. Because Buffy tells him about him. Yeah, okay, so he does know Oh, yeah, but, um, yeah, Angel had also seen him in when he came to visit in Pangs. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just a so, refresher on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and then you have Riley leaving the initiative, but I've already said that. Um, well, that's pretty big for him, isn't it? So yeah. that, that's showing that's showing some oh, progress he, for him. Yeah, but you could already see in a f- few episodes earlier, like he was already contemplating Well, it leaving. seemed like he was already on the fringes of yeah. it anyway, so it just seemed inevitable that he was going to leave. Yeah. He was having an awakening. Although they haven't gone back on the – back to what the, they were feeding him Stuff to make him more submissive and stuff like that. They have not submissive, stronger, stronger, but also yeah. submissive as well, wasn't it? No, just stronger. So they, f- so they follow orders. Well, wasn't it no. also part of the part of the? No, that was just the conditioning. Oh, okay, That's... just the military conditioning yeah. we're talking about, but not actual yeah. drugs. I would. Do no, as the well. drugs were just there to make them stronger. Okay, it didn't seem like they were stronger, did they? Or oh, sort of, I guess. A little. Not... Yeah. They didn't really play into it, though, did they? They didn't really play into no, it. No. Yeah. And let's talk about Oz, the, the return of Oz. The return there, there was, of there was, Oz. There was a missed opportunity for a joke return about of the return Oz. of yes, Oz. Yes, yes, missed opportunity in that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's sort of this episode, What the argument about this episode, the main one, is that there's this illusion that Willow has to make a choice between Oz and Tara. Yeah, there wasn't really a choice, was there? No. Like she'd already made her choice, and to think it, I mean, no, 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 she hadn't made her choice. The choice was made for her because Oz couldn't actually be around her. Oh, because he couldn't handle getting a- anger. Like he, he'd, he'd gone to cure himself of the wolf, but he actually hadn't cured. He'd tried to control the wolf 
inside him and ended up pretty much turning himself into yeah. the bloody Hulk. But the thing is, it's like with and any it, yeah, yeah. But hang on, with any relationship that you have, like if one person has left and you've started another one, and then that person comes back, mm. then yeah, it, it is also that thing where he kind of expected Willow just to be sitting around waiting for him. Yeah. And she moved on. I don't know. We'll always have Paris, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> You'll always have Paris. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean. But, but Oz had spent all this time, like what I was trying to say before, was Oz had spent all of this time trying to to control and suppress the wolf that came, you know, that he had no control over, you know, on a monthly cycle. But, you know, you know, he let it out. It's that thing like he could let the wolf out for three nights of the week, you know, three nights of the month and then go be normal Oz for the rest of the time. Mm. Like this whole being, you know, anger a negative stimulus being a that would cause the wolf to come out had never been an issue. Yeah, like, that was new, been, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that never yeah. been explained so that, before. So that's what he ended up doing is that he's tried to, in trying to suppress the wolf, he actually made his situation much, much worse, which mm. comes down to anything. You try to suppress anything mm. um, and it's going to come out when you don't want it to. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll also be a common theme i suppose in this series Mm. um about suppression but yeah anyway getting back to the tara willow oz triangle so to speak Mm -hmm. um well as i said it's a little unfair for her to have not moved on mm. when he left so abruptly yeah and uh yeah for her to be waiting for him and yeah also have to remember that he did cheat on her yeah as well, and well, then, she'd forgiven him for that, so yeah. you can't hang that over him later. But it but was it was a pretty traumatic experience for her, hmm. um, him leaving like that, the way that he did, um, and it did take her, took her a long time to get over, and then just as she's moving on, he rocks back up. <laughs> well, it's a little, uh, a little arrogant of him, isn't it? In some ways, just to sort of walk back in and think, "Hey, I'm back," and everyone's in their waiting places. You know, mm. waiting, waiting. Oh, well, you know, anyone's in their starting points to uh to wait for him. Yeah, but even it felt like he, he him returning didn't feel natural, did it? It it felt like he was the odd, like it felt uncom- automatically uncomfortable the moment he returned, and you couldn't quite put your finger on why it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, could have called. Stay, stayed in contact. Yeah. Or something. If he was serious about having maintaining the relationship when he was returning, he should have kept in contact. Mm. But I, I'm guessing uh, phone bills from Tibet are quite expensive. <laughs> yeah. If they have one. Yeah. <laughs> in the mountains there. Yeah. But, you know, he could maybe write some letters. Write like a letter. Send a postcard. You know, yeah. Say where are you – tell her where – Send an email. She's on a computer all the time. Yeah. But he might not have ac- access to a computer. Email. Pigeon mail. <laughs> yeah. Some. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, what was I going to say? Yep. Yeah, so there's this illusion of choice, uh, and I think it's the situation that occurs when Oz realizes. You know, he's the one. He gets angry at Tara. Um, they probably 
could have changed it so that Willow actually makes Tara her choice and then Oz gets angry and turns into the wolf. Uh, but I think the way that they've done it, it ended up having a more organic flow, so to speak, because it means that she gets this closure with Oz and then she gets to move forward with Tara. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably better this way, I think. Yeah. yeah. And and it was one of those situations where she didn't want any, like she'd already said to Buffy that she didn't want anyone to get hurt, but it was one of those situations where someone's going to get hurt. Mm. Uh, and this way, yeah, she she actually did, like the choice is made for her. Yeah. Um, I actually don't have that many more talking points. Uh, could I say a couple of things? Yeah. Yep. So in rewatching it, I realised there was two demons. Werewolves. Yeah, I I never noticed that. Yeah, when rewatching yeah. it, you see one jump on the guy, mm. and then another one's attacking a guy on the ground, and then you see another one jump at another guy. Yeah. So there was actually two of those demon things. Did we find out what those nope. were? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> never comes up again. Never comes up again. No. Some demon werewolf well, things? Well, I don't know. Like, they say that they're – like, I just always thought it was another werewolf. But then when I looked at it, it didn't really look like a werewolf. Sort of. It was – it was – yeah. I know. They keep changing the werewolf because he's not – Yeah, I think that's the other thing. They keep changing the bloody werewolf makeup. So, maybe it does look like the season – Four werewolves that they had well, shown Well, the original before. werewolf, they were biped werewolves. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were walking around on two feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then now they're quad pods. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, they're running around on all four. So, yeah. Just, yeah, changed it a bit. So, it could be just another change or it could be a demon. Yeah. Yeah. Working part of Adam's crew as well. And surprisingly, you'd think there'd be a lot more werewolves. Because it, it was quite, it's quite simple to be a werewolf. What it sounds like, you just get bitten. So those two initiative guys and now be werewolves, or were they dead? Or I'm pretty sure they're dead. They're dead. Okay. Yeah. Or they are werewolves, and well, uh, maybe the, as I said, maybe it wasn't a werewolf. So oh, it wasn't a werewolf. That's, yeah. But the, even so, there should be a lot more werewolves around, shouldn't there? <laughs> when you think about it, it's quite, yeah. it's quite easy. Even, but even turning a vampire is quite easy. Isn't oh, it? it does. Yeah. Oh, it does come up in. I think, but you're right. Becoming a werewolf is definitely much easier than mm. becoming a vampire. Yeah, uh, and it does come up in. I think Angel go a bit more into the law or yeah. their law of werewolves. Oh, uh, more um, like yeah. Anyway, like it's not really actually no. It doesn't really go no, that much no. more into it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. It was like a bunch of rich people who decided that werewolf meat is a Delicacy, because oh, it's rare. <laughs> yeah, and so they'd eat people, like it's just eating people. Yeah, but when they're in werewolf, mm. saw the werewolf. <laughs> yeah, it's made of werewolves. Silent breed yeah. is people. Um. Uh, so is this the last time we see Seth? Um. No. No. I think okay. he will appear in one more episode, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. He must have been a very busy boy at this time, I think. It's uh, getting him away yeah, from the Austin this, Power movies. Yeah, this was his it, it boy days, yeah. I guess. Idle Hands. There's a few movies he made at that time, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, what was the movie? Was P- a- Josie and the Pussycats? 
Oh, uh, yeah. Remember that movie? <laughs> yes, I remember that movie. What was that line? He knew the words to enter uh, sad yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, <laughs> plane, <laughs> their plane crashed. Yeah. <laughs> their plane crashed oh, what was that into song? a Metallica. Back, backdoor Lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit on the nose, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's uh, appropriate. No. No. Um, okay. Had, had, had you seen this no, episode? No, no. This one, this was a new one. Yep. Haven't seen this episode. Um, so. And did you go down any rabbit holes? Uh, I did. So there was something Buffy said um, when she's uh, got the crossbow to the, the colonel. And she says something like, um, I'll do a William S. Burroughs to him, to this guy. Yeah. And everyone looks at her like, what the fuck? Who, who, who's, who is William S. Burroughs? Mother well, of God, I thought. <laughs> Here it comes. Uh, William S. Burroughs was an American writer and uh, artist and uh, a primary figure from the beat generation and postmodern author who influenced lot, lots of pop culture and literature at the time. Wrote uh, numerous uh, novels and novellas. Uh, a few have been uh, converted into movies. It was that Gus Van Sant movie. Oh, what was that one I mentioned? The. Drugstore Cowboy. Drugstore Cowboy, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wrote that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he um, he got he got addicted to heroin during the that those days and was a uh yeah basically a junkie. He he killed his wife. So the reference was to um to an incident where he he shot his wife in the head. But wasn't he trying to shoot an apple off? Uh, of well, hang on. Here we uh, Burroughs killed his second wife, Joan Volmer, in 1951 in Mexico City. Burroughs initially claimed that he shot Volmer while drunkenly attempting a William Terrell stunt. Yeah. Shoot. Oh, that, that's what Buffy said, a William Terrell stunt. Oh, okay. She mentioned that. Uh, and he told he told he'd been, uh, told investigators that he'd been shooting piss with his friends. and, and Well, first, uh, he, he later said he... It, he threw the gun on the table and it went off. It was an accident. Um, eventually got convicted of manslaughter and, and received a two-year suspended sentence. So didn't really get any time for it. So, yeah, the, the theory was that or one was saying he was trying to do the William Terror stunt, which is the uh, the apple on the head. Which Jonathan had done in the previous, like a couple of episodes yeah, back. Yeah, the William Terror. In uh, the initiative, with the initiative. With the initiative, <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was just reading about him. So yeah, that Gus Van Sant movie. I haven't seen it. Haven't you seen that Drugstore Cowboy? Yeah, yeah. It a looked long, like a long, long time. It looked ago, like though. a sort of a train spotting style of movie. I'd always say like uh, a bunch of sort of yeah, it's sort of the American drug dependent American, people. American version. Well, I think it probably came out before Train Spotting. I'd imagine was it's sort of in the mid eighties it mm. came out or late eighties. So it was a few years before Train, but Train Spotting was a play. So I don't know how old it was, but yeah. I'd... I'd have to look. I think up. it's all about the heroin uh, it always, craze it of always, the nineties. It always seemed you could easily say it's around about the same time. Yeah, yeah. But again, um, Train Spotting is based on a book that was based on a play. No, it was, it was just based on a book. Was it? No, I thought it was. Based, they did a play of it as well, and they based a movie on the play. I'm pretty sure it's just based on the book. Yeah. Okay. I've got the book there. You got the it's book. really hard to read. <laughs> He shoots heroin into his penis or something. Uh, as I said, I, I actually couldn't get through the book because I couldn't understand it. What their accent was too thick. <laughs> it's written with their accents. Oh, no shit, huh? <laughs> I got through. I tried. I read like two pages and went. I cannot understand this at all. 
It's written in Scottish. Is it? It's written in Scottish, <laughs> which I thought the Scottish spoke English, but apparently. they speak something. They speak something. It's definitely not. They won't call it English. Yeah. I, I kept meaning to give it another go because I'm pretty sure it's just those first few pages <laughs> that are written that way. Maybe it does that thing where it like changes from Scottish to English <laughs> mid sentence, so you can like those things that movies does. They start off in a language and then change in the early on, so you can understand what they're saying. No, mm. maybe not. Uh, all right, back to William Burroughs. Uh, the Beat Generation. Do you know who the Beat Generation are? Aren't they sort of those mod, um, post, post-mod postmodern hipsters, hipsters that yeah. wear like black skivvies and <laughs> are like boom, 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 man. Yeah, and, just like, and hate <laughs> fucking anything popular. Yeah, yeah. So unless it it has to be something totally obs, you know obscure for it yeah, for them to as be as soon as it comes popular they don't like it anymore yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah so sort of the probably the equivalent now is would have been your your hipsters well it seems like every generation has some sort of rebellious movement against the establishment and whether it's called the beat generation or called punk or called grunge, you know, there's a music that comes with it, there's a there's look, there's a style, and it's all about sticking it to the man, um, you know, and without actually doing anything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't involve doing anything. Yeah. But it seems like every generation sort of has that movement, doesn't it? I don't know. Well, what would you say is this generation? Well, then I was thinking what was been the latest, and I'm kind of thinking I just don't think there really has been. Hmm. You know, that sort of... So the, the last main one that I can think of would be emo. Emo, yeah. Um, but but yeah. that's going back some time now anyway. that's I can't think of one that's coming out now that I could, but I yeah, could that, label. But we're, that we're talking, yeah, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's, but it's also that thing where that rebellious can be packaged and sold as well as a commodity. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, you can you can buy your uh, Shea Gravier T-shirts from Kmart and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Down with the system. Uh, do you remember everyone was wearing those fucking T-shirts? Yeah, I remember going to Camden Town and they were just yeah, everywhere. everywhere. I remember a Halloween costume of a guy who was dressed as a T-shirt of Shea Gravera <laughs> wearing a T-shirt of Shea Gravera. Because, yeah, socialist upheaval and I'm just I'm pretty sure no one knows who that guy is. He just looks yeah. cool on a T-shirt. Yeah. They just know it means it means like rebellion. Yes, thirty dollars each or two for fifty. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well, okay, I've had enough of my rebellion. What about you? You want to get into question time? Yeah, let's get into question time. Fuck you! Went to what you tell me. Apparently, they played another. They played a concert oh, recently they? after oh, not playing for eleven years. Oh, actually, don't they? Oh, what did they say? They wanted to cancel the Supreme Court or something like that. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. I'd probably just do that from their limo. <laughs> yeah, there was lots and lots of... Uh, yeah, yeah Actually, I, won't, I won't go into all right. it. <laughs> Actually, just uh, one extra thing, just that, uh, when I mentioned that song. I remember there's a comedian, I can't remember her name, Australian comedian, and she was talking about, you ever heard of this band called Rage Against the Machine? And I have this these lyrics in there that go, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. And my kids are playing it and 
and you know it gets him pretty angry but it gets me pretty angry too because i'll be at, at home you know vacuuming and thinking thinking my head up oh, fuck you i won't do what you tell me as i'm vacuuming the carpet with those little shits <laughs> <laughs> hey let's do it the question. Alright, Jared, which character was your favourite in this episode? Guess I'd like Oz. Yeah, you know what, I'll go Oz as well. It's yeah. Probably won't won't see him for a no, while. Yeah, so. yeah, okay, yeah, it was good to see him and he had a bit of an arc in this as well, I guess. So yeah. Yeah, pr- pretty uh, story-centric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which character do you love to hate in this episode? Uh, Colonel McNamara I oh, went okay. with. Yeah, yeah, I He's went. A bit of a wanker. I went with Riley because of the whole Willow being into dangerous guys comment. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Riley! Shut the fuck up, you idiot! <laughs> Lol moment. I didn't really have one to be honest. I sort of watched it and I don't know. Um, Boy Scout part line. Oh, that's what I've got. That's yeah. The, this all goes down. The chips comes out, yeah? No tricks? And Adam's like, Scout's on her. And Spike's like, you were a Boy Scout? And he's like, yes, parts of me. You know you're lying. Uh, Favourite fight scene? Uh, the two werewolves, or quote-unquote werewolves that are attacking the initiative, uh, some pretty cool stunts in there. Those guys are getting thrown against those trees or those fake trees pretty hard. <laughs> if you rewatch that, uh, they hit that pretty yeah hard. Yeah. So I guess that was probably the best one. wasn't yeah. really a whole lot. Yeah, I went with the Tara, Tara Oz scene because, like, I know it seems weird when you first watch it because Tara just throws a chair and the wolf goes flying <laughs> and then, you like, it takes you a moment to realise that, that the initiative coming in had actually wow, that shot. actually worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it looks like the chair has actually stopped him. Silver bullets and chairs. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's WWE actually, yeah. Eat him. <laughs> it's oh my god, she's got a chair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite scene. Oh, I realised I just went asked about. So my favourite fight scene that was actually Oz chasing Tara, and my favourite scene was the werewolves attacking initiative. I just oh, I went asked about. So oh, I agree with you in the first one, and yeah, it was the werewolves attacking. So as I just said before, Whoops. whoopsie, whoopsie. Oh, that's fine. We'll leave it in there. All right. Um, favourite. Your favourite scene? Oh yeah. Uh, uh my favourite scene. Whoops. Is uh Willow coming out to Buffy? Uh. Definitely went a bit better than like what Joyce's reaction to um, Buffy coming out as coming a out as a Slayer. You didn't have Will, uh, Buffy going. Can you could, not be? A could sl- you try? <laughs> could you try not being gay? I'm just. And, and uh, are you sure you you're actually gay? Like, I remember the Alan DeGeneres coming out as gay moment. Mm. I mean that was pretty pretty big moment in television and. There was like people watching it from like Times Square, I think, or something like that. Or not Times Square, but people were watching it out in the streets and they were showing it on big screens and like people cheering when she said it. Do you remember stuff like that? Mm, not really. No? I do remember seeing that. And uh, I doubt there were many for this episode of people in the streets or anything like that. But people, that was a big thing at the time, uh, her doing that. And a little later, there was a character from 
Married with Children who came out as gay, an actress on there, mm. not long after. Oh, and that was okay. a kind of another little yay for second, you know. Mm, okay. uh, followed not long afterwards, I think. Not long, yeah. So. Is that, um... It was a neighbour, the neighbour girl, oh, the one that yeah. was married to that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She had, a, she had a couple of husbands, I think, actually. Or they changed oh, the character. I, or... I haven't watched that show <laughs> in a gazillion years. Yeah. I think she actually was gay too, the actress. Because I, I actually generally hate those sort of sitcoms. Oh, Married with Children was great. That was great. Oh, except you always have these sitcoms where the husband pretty much hates his... F- they fucking hate each other. <laughs> One it's... of these days, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. And they're just all horrible to each other. And people just think it's it's just completely normal to live like that. Well, it's either they're absolutely in love with each other or they hate each other. <laughs> yeah. And that was one where they absolutely hated each other. Hmm. But that was that was playing on the trope of like the people who peaked early in youth. Yeah. Because that was a running joke that she was the prom queen or something and he was the football yeah, quarterback. quarterback all-star yeah. who f- scored four touchdowns in a game. In high school, and that was the greatest achievement he'd ever done. <laughs> now he works in a shoe shop, you know, and he mm. hates his life, hates his job, and uh, yeah. So that was that was what it was sort of playing on that the underachievers, I guess. Yeah, but still could afford a pretty nice house. <laughs> it was a very pretty nice big, house. large house, and mo- most of those shows are like that. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta have people have room to have characters walk around and, yeah. and walk it from the kitchen into the big lounge room with a couch uh, facing the camera. Mm. All right, got a bit. Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Back on it. Uh, least favorite scene. Uh, Tara Willow scenes. I don't know. Pick one. <laughs> Is it just Tara being awkward? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know you're not a fan of Willow being awkward, so. You know, now there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're together. <laughs> um, yeah, mine's probably the the initiative experimenting on Oz. Mm. Yeah. It's like, because it's Oz. He's not a, he's not a demon. No. You're not supposed to experiment on one of the old Scoobies. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're the good Crossed guys. The he's one of the good guys. Yeah. Um, favorite quote. Well, this is actually the LOL moments. Spike says, "This all goes down. The chip comes out. Yeah, no tricks. Scout honor. You're a Boy Scout. Parts of me. Parts of me. Scout honor. You were a Boy Scout. Parts of me. Um, mine is Buffy getting sassy with Riley. Sassy. <laughs> As he's doing his push-ups in the morning. Mm. Buffy's like, great. Then you can have your perfectly balanced breakfast and then you can go call your mother. Hmm. <laughs> How much do you think he spends a week on shaving products for his chest? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe I reckon he goes and get, gets it waxed. Waxed? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, it's, it's, it's kind of weird seeing guys completely hairless, I have to say. Like the hairy chests have come back a little bit. Like you see, like Superman had a hairy chest in mm. Man of Steel. Like, oh, well, that's nice. Nice. Oh, look, nice. guys get to have realistic body standards. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So nice. It is. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, poor boys have to shit, have to wax their chest. Oh, I just, I don't know. Just it looks weird seeing a fully waxed body now. I don't know. I, I think anyway. What did they? There's a label like when I was in when I was in school, you'd call someone like that a, a Skinner. So someone who had like uh, it meant that they also didn't have any pubic hair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but when they had absolutely when they had no hair on their body, yeah, a skinner. <laughs> Children could be so cruel. Yeah. All right, who gets the wooden spoon? I gave it to the initiative. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually going to give it to Oz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But why were you going to give it to the initiative? Because oh, they kind of suck. Oh, they've always sucked. <laughs> they sucked this whole season. Well, they tortured Oz. So, like you said, that was very yeah. bit mean. Yeah. Um, And, again, just why do all the – again, just going back, backtracking a little bit. Again, going about the, these organizations who are dealing with this this area of – supernatural beings just being completely inept yes. <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing yeah yeah them and yeah put them in the in the watches council, council yeah. yeah do that don't watch well i guess it's, they're both supposed to be metaphors for the patriarchy and oh, how crap right. they are <laughs> and inept <laughs> and useless at doing their jobs what's wrong with that um yeah so i i, I did choose oz for the wooden spoon Mainly because he went all over the world trying to cure himself and all it did was just suppress the wolf and make his situation worse mm. and unsa- more unsafe for those around him that he loves. Well, yeah, he didn't know that, so. Yeah. But he yeah. tried. Yeah. Maybe, get, maybe, get he ne- maybe, maybe, maybe he needs to try some more. <laughs> mm, shit. Um, Give him a participation award. We can have that. (laughs) (laughs) You showed up. Fine. All right. Who's the MVP of this episode? All right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to stand back a little bit away from you when I say... Riley! Fuck off. Fuck off. He came in there and saved Oz and he He walked away. He did not save Oz. Buffy came in there and saved both of them. Yeah, but he went in there and, and he walked away from initiative. He's a growing man. No. No, no. absolutely no. He does not get the award. Well, it's so harsh, Eddie. I mean, he he went in there to help Oz. He didn't have to do that. Doesn't even know the yes, guy. Yes, yes, he did. He put him in there. Oh, he, well, yeah. He put he him in there. He, he didn't know who he was, though. He didn't know it was Oz. Oh, they wouldn't listen to Tara as she was trying to tell them that it was Oz. And they're mm. like, oh, shut up, girl. Hmm. But he, <laughs> he did... He, he fucked up. He tried to do the right thing, and now he's and then changed he got, and his then, ways. And then he got caught and got put in the cell. And then Buffy, came, Buffy, and Xander came and rescued mm. them. But he learned the error of his ways, and he's moving forward in the right direction. And I think that is something. When no, someone does no, that, he does not get the MVP. He might get a participation <laughs> award, as you said. Shit. He could get a participation uh, award, but Buffy gets MVP. Okay, okay all right. <laughs> Give her the Buffy. <laughs> she always gets it. Well, this time she ate, she deserves it. Actually, most of the time she deserves yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's her name in the show. Yeah. Okay. Now, what do you rate this episode out of 10 using something from the show? I gave it three Scouts honors. 
Three. Just three. Okay. How do you do this? Is that it? Is yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, I gave it. I thought it's not that. No, that's a Trekkie sign. Oh, okay, right. Um, I gave it seven out of ten. I forgot to put something from this episode on my notes. Oh, that's your thing. <laughs> uh, we can think of something. Um, sense of a woman. <laughs> uh, I will go seven out of ten. Candles, extra flamey candles being blown out. Oh, she got blown all right, didn't she? She certainly did get blown out. Terrific. Uh, anything else you want to... No, Eddie, I, I think I, I'm done with this episode. <laughs> I think I was done at the start. All right. So you want to just, uh, just wrap this up? Sure. Let's do it. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us, Eddie. You can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, please follow the link tree in the socials to our merch store. I got my coffee mug. <laughs> yes, you finally got I have got to post mug. that. I got my coffee mugs. They look awesome. Try yes. one out. They're really cool. Yes. Aren't they? And that yes. tastes good too. So, any, uh, so wrap this up. Send us a comment, anything you want. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Grr. go well i might be showing her my o face oh 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 you know what i'm talking about oh <laughs>